What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is a headgum podcast. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Milligan. What more can I say? You know what it is? Black men can jump. Yeah. What's up, people? It is Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm James the Third. I'm Gerard Milligan. And you know what? What? It's Christmas, y'all. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. What's another Christmas song? Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. Are you singing? Are you gonna sing it? And this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Oh god, you've screwed that up. I thought you were gonna break it down to the empire. I knew you were just Okay, uh, sorry. <laughs> you gotta really. What's that? What's we that? Asking, Paul McCartney? What's that? Paul yeah, McCartney? We asking, one, though, we asking a white one, too. Uh, feed the world. That wasn't the. the I don't know this at all. I don't know that at all. Oh, That's like a that? bunch of rock legends Maybe sing that. that one. Oh, um, uh, why are we just singing Christmas songs? What's, 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 uh, what's the. What's the ha- Hawaiian one? Like, ma- Maluiko Waka or something is a thing to oh, say. Oh, is Hawaiian's way yeah. to wish you Merry Christmas or something yeah, like something that. Like I don't that. know. Though. Everyone's, everyone at home Maluiko is like, this, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm really offending. I'm so sorry for 
all of our Hawaiian. Do you think we have listeners in Hawaii? Of course, we, we might. Go. We about guys. To party. If you listen to us and you live in Hawaii, you gotta tweet at us at Black Ben Podcast. I, I that that would be awesome. And then also, like maybe let us like come. Yeah, to Hawaii. Yeah, come let to us, Hawaii. Let us come to Hawaii. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle, jingle bell, bell rock. Why are you? What the, Why are you singing know, that like you're Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because I remember it from uh, <laughs> from Jingle All the Way. Oh Lord, <laughs> uh, guys, all of those songs have nothing to do with this film. <laughs> you're right. Hope no one of them was in this. One, no, 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 no. Was this Christmas? This Christmas was in. I just assumed it was in it. Yeah, Maybe because like it? it's like the most popular black. I while well, I was all, watching all the movie, it's so popular in fact that they made a movie called This Christmas yeah. starring Chris yeah. Brown. Yeah. What was the Mariah Carey one? Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas. Oh right, because Mariah Carey's it's a little black, right? She is black. She's black. She's, she's half black. Oh, she's half black. She's half black. Well, well. I mean, I'm half black. Yeah. Um, Wait, Mariah Carey is half black though, right? Yeah, she is half black. Yeah. Yeah. She be at the BET Awards all the time. I know. Do she know. be at BET Awards? Like all the time, right? Does anybody go to BET Awards? I mean, I. I don't. Up. Do you watch? I've it? never been invited. Will, to watch it? Do you remember Will Smith host? Why are we guys? We're doing the Best Man Holiday. Yes, Best Man Holiday, starring Tay Diggs. Hey, white women, you're welcome. Tay Mor- Diggs, Lee. Morris Chestnut, woo, twofer. Uh, Terrence Howard, woo. You got a light skinned one. Harold, how do you say his last name? Perinu, Perinu. Oh, you watch Lost? You know him. I know. Yeah, he's yeah. from Lost. He's what the guy who screams at in Lost. I never watched Lost. Was oh, I, I never loved Lost. Lost. Yeah, Lost was great. Also, yeah. Harold is in um, the Matrix sequels. Yes. yes. He's really good. He's in both of them, right? He's in both, He's in both. The, the, the two. Both yeah. sequels. He's not in the movie. He's really good in those. And then, <laughs> men, we got Regina Hall. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Sanaa Lathan. Oh, Stop it. Stop it. We got Neil Long. Uh, Woo! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. We got Monica Calhoun. Oh, oh yes. Goodness. Oh, in a, a very and wonderful And Melissa de Souza. Now, I don't. I don't know her, but she's done a lot. She's done a lot of movies. A you know, lot the thing of movies. Is, she's a, it sucks, man, because I'm like, yo, she's a great actress, and yeah. it's just like, Hollywood lets you pick one. You get one famous black yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You get one Halle Berry, and that's it. You, get, you do. You get like, you know. So, The Best Man Holiday came out in 2013, I believe. Yep. Yes, that is correct. Uh, uh, it is a sequel to The Best Man, which was a very... Um, popular hit at least in the in the black in the black community, community. Yeah, uh, yeah i think it made like 34 million out of like a nine million dollar budget i mean Not this one yeah and the best man holiday was 17 million dollar budget and it made 72 72 million like that, yeah that's incredible. uh the director is malcolm d lee mm-hmm. he also wrote the film it's the screenwriter as well uh and you know it's basically it's very simple it's just a bunch of friends are hanging out around the holidays and some drama ensued. Yeah, because yeah. you know, you know, the best man was about uh, Tay Diggs's character. He wrote a book about his group of friends. In the book, though, had all these secrets. Yeah, and basically, like his best friend Morris Chestnut was getting married, and in the book, he tells the story about how he slept with his fiance. Yeah. Right. Now, I, I have a question about that because mm-hmm. I didn't see the original. Mm-hmm. Did when Tay Diggs slept with Morris Chestnut's fiance? Was that when they were? Because the he slept with her fiance because Morris Chestnut actually cheated on his fiance. Yeah, yeah, and, this, and but this was like, and but this, this was college. years, yeah, it was like years, 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 years previous. And mm-hmm. the other thing I was going to ask was, was Tay Diggs with Sanaa Lathan at the time when he slept with his no best friends? No, no, right? right. No. They like Sanaa Lathan. You never see how they meet, but like in the first movie, she's there at the beginning of it, and then she's there at the end because she's not like a big part. Yeah, she's not like one of the friends. She's like his fiance when right, right, he right. goes right. 
It's uh, been a long time since I've seen that movie. I, I've never I seen it, but they not, give you a good recap. They give a really good recap. Yeah. I actually didn't even I didn't even look to see what the first movie was until after I watched The Best Man Holiday, but I follow The Best Man Holiday pretty well. They, uh, yeah. The only thing that I wasn't 100% sure on was it, w- it, wasn't, it wasn't fully explained that Morris Chestnut like cheated. It was like hinted at, but like it wasn't fully explained, whereas the other stuff was. But then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I did realize that because they were like, they told Tay Diggs, like, um, sorry, uh, Monica's character, this is going to be a little confusing when we talk about this, isn't it? Yeah, it's, there's a lot of storylines. There's a lot of storylines. A lot of storylines, story but it, it is not. It doesn't. It's not first as complicated as it's going to sound. First yeah, impression. In the movie. Oh wait. Also, just uh, Rotten Tomatoes, sixty nine percent. Not too shabby. Yeah. That's a fresh rating. Uh, the um, audience score though is eighty four percent. That makes sense. I feel like yeah, people that are watching this movie. Are really gonna enjoy, like just regular people watching yeah. this movie are really gonna enjoy. And uh, for those of you who are questioning, hey, why are you guys doing this movie for Christmas? Do you know? Ain't that many black holiday films? Holiday films. The for real though. This Friday we looked at the next up. count. So you got the preacher's wife. The preacher's mm-hmm. wife. That's the one I wanted to watch. You got but okay. This maybe, Christmas. You got this Christmas. You got the perfect holiday with Morris uh, Chestnut. Yeah. And then if you want to cheat. You got trading places. Uh, yeah, Friday after next. Friday after next. Yep. What's uh, that one? Um, it's a hot, it's a it's a musical one with Queen Latifah. Yeah, well. Queen Latifah. Uh, oh, I actually really like that movie. Yeah, um, um, and it's also something with holiday in it. Right, yeah, like yeah. last holiday. Last holiday. <clears throat> she so has weird. two. She has two. She has another one. Like I remember last holiday, but she has a music. It's like a. It's a church. It's joyful noise. Something. It, it's one more. Hey, guys, if you, if you know which one I'm talking about, just tweet it. I can't it. remember. Like, if Joy, a, I, I've seen Joyful Noise, but I can't but remember if, you if haven't, it's like, Christmas. Anyway, so I feel like for whatever reason... Sorry, let's go into First Impressions. Let's go into First Impressions. I, I uh, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, yeah. I don't know what I, I want to say. I mean, like, it's... Uh, now, when you say great, do you mean great for a, a, a Christmas movie or just, like, a great movie? No, like, I think... I mean, I, I, mean, I wouldn't put it in, like, my top... It wouldn't be on a top list, but yeah. like, but I really, I didn't see it when it was out in theaters. Right. So and I and I like didn't go. Like I chose not to go. You're like, nah, I'm but not um, that. but I but now I, after after seeing it, I was like, oh, I'm going to go see this the sequel to this in the theaters. I'm gonna yeah. make sure that I go to see it because right. I enjoyed this one so much. I the the story was was so interesting, and I usually don't like. I usually don't like those movies, those ensemble movies where it's like, we're going to weave all the stories together. You know, like, you know, we're going to follow all these. I usually don't like those kinds of movies, but I really liked this one. Nice. Uh, you know what? Man, I remember texting you guys immediately. And was yeah. Like, this movie's terrible. <laughs> and like, I, me- I remember. And the thing is. Well, how far into it? I mean, like the first 15 minutes hurt me. But the thing is. Any one of these kind of movies, 15 minutes in, I'm like, oh, this is way too corny for me to even get into. But watching it, I'm like, I really like this movie. And then at the end of it, I was like, why did I hate – one, I, I thought two questions after this. Like, why did I not want to see this movie at first? Right. And why did I automatically assume I was going to hate it? And the thing is mm. – and the thing is, 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 it's a question I feel like – and I put most of the blame on myself. I feel like sometimes even on this podcast, we talk about black films or FUBU films yep. in a bad light. And yeah. I'm like, it is it – is it this weird predisposed thing of like, like Hollywood? Not, and I'm not gonna blame Hollywood, but 
Black uh, film. I think you can't blame Hollywood. I'm going to blame Hollywood. But but you guys can see what I'm going at. It's like this. But yeah, this thing of like this Hollywood this, perpetuates this. this negative stigma towards black. Hundred percent. I mean, it, it, it's con- that's directly connected to why I didn't see it in the theater. Right. right? Why, and I'm. I, I let me just. I agree. I agree with both of you because I thought honestly when the you want my real first impression of this movie was oh. This is the movie Tyler Perry keeps trying to make and fails that movie. Yes. Yeah. The That's literally was, was my first impression. I was like, oh, wow. this is the movie Tyler pa- Like, these are, this is the, and the, the fact of the matter is Tyler Perry movies are so popular in just the, like, not that people have even seen them, but just the idea of Tyler Perry movies are so popular that whenever we see a movie with a black cast, like, you think of that. Now, it's not even Tyler Perry's fault. Like, honestly, we, I think we put too much blame on Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is trying to do his thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, we need and, more uh, and we need other people. This, I laugh out loud at Tyler Perry movies. Yeah, so. there, are some, yeah. there are some parts that are genuinely funny in Tyler Perry movies. I don't watch Tyler Perry movies. There are some parts that are genuinely funny in his Until movies. Until Tyler Perry make a dark skin dude a hero, screw Tyler Perry. <laughs> and if you've seen his movies, you know what I'm talking about, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> no, but the thing is... Uh, but, I, but, what, but what you're saying, I saw a talk... In like 2009, maybe 2010, with Malcolm Lee, who's the director of this movie. Yep. And he said something very, he said something similar about Tyler Perry movies that, like, that, and I, and I have said this in the past, but I don't think it has made it to the podcast, but I've said this on re- the recording. But he has said that, like, that because of the, exactly what you just said, the yeah. popularity of Tyler Perry movies, that is what the upper echelon at Hollywood views as being black movies, which is why. And like, and because they really can't relate to that, it's it's a, a direct part of what is difficult about getting other black films made because they just assume they're going to be like those other movies yeah. that they don't get. Because yeah. here's here's the thing: I think in early on, before Tyler Perry movies, whenever some whenever audiences would see a movie with an all black cast. Uh, Hollywood and people assumed that movie was just for black people. Yeah. They didn't assume the movie was bad. They just assumed that it was for black people and they don't have to watch it. Now, I feel like when people see an all-black cast, they assume the movie is going to be bad. Like, yeah. I feel like oh, people yeah. assume, like, when they see an all-black cast and it's marketed in this way where you feel like it's a black, quote-unquote, black film, a FUBU film, they're like, oh, that movie's probably not good. But I would argue, take The Best Man Holiday, put it up against the uh the holiday with like you know freaking Jack Black and I don't know those people who you know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. Uh, the one they switch yeah, yeah take yeah. take that take it put it up against Love Actually I'm yeah. telling you yeah the Best Man Holiday stands on its own and is arguably better I honestly than the, I, than Love Actually I, yeah, I, no, I, I, I would say, agree with that and I actually I like Love that. Actually it's interesting because watching this movie and again like starting off I was like man I hate this I hate this but as it started going on I'm like man the acting. Is so the acting good. In so this good. Movie. Uh, it's the so acting good. Acting is so movie. good. And the thing is, and again, it I'm gonna keep harping so on this. Good. It was such a thing. Is like I, I honestly am ashamed that like this movie had to win me over. You know what I'm saying? Like it's true. Right. It's like it ha- and the thing is, it shouldn't have had to do that. Like, nope. I'm watching this movie like. Because oh all the actors are amazing, Everything all of them, and we know that they're amazing. It's not like we're not like sitting back here thinking like I've never heard of Tay Diggs. Everybody knows Tay Diggs. Everybody knows actor. Morris yeah. Chestnut. Everybody knows Morris Chestnut and Terrence Howard is an Academy like award uh, nominee. Award, award nom- award. Uh, I mean a nominee. Yeah, yeah. you have uh, I mean, Sanaa Lathan who's been incredible in Love and Basketball and all these other movies. Like 
Everyone Neil in this movie Long is great. has had so long, great career. You know, Regina Hall is amazing. Oh, they're all they're all doing, and and not only are they amazing, but in this film they're doing phenomenal jobs and you know as what? well. Yeah, this right? film like shows you every, not every type, but it shows you a vast range of black characters. Like you have, you have like you know your social media chick who just wants to, you know, who talks about something like not just to black characters just characters, characters. Yeah, but that's, characters. But, that's, but the, the, the reason i said black characters is because you know oftentimes in films and I, I know we talk about it sometimes like you see one type you had every you had every you saw us as humans in all different types of humans it was like right. you had terrence howard who was still like the frat He's boy single dude a- single dude you know you had uh morris chestnut the the god-loving man who cared about his family like you had everything you mm-hmm. needed in this film Right. This, the, like we have talked about this in the past in the relation uh, when we talked about barbershop and how those characters to us seemed uh, two dimensional. The, these are there. We see a variety of characters of different. Back, I mean, obviously they grew up together, so they have a similar background. Yeah, but they're mo- they're they're all middle class to upper class. Yeah. yeah, but we see so many different people, and they all are black. And so we get to just see black people living. And and thankfully, there's another film that also gives more dimension to it, right? Like yeah. a, a backstory that we get to see people living. And it's a it's really a, an amazing thing. Yeah, and it's also interesting because this movie shows something that I think we do not see enough, which is strong, smart black women. Like, for instance, Nia Long is the woman who's in charge of a network who wants to, like... In who wants to like change and she's like did she has a speech like when you first see her in the movie she's on a call talking about trying to get diversity on the network right. you have you know you have the the character that you know is on <laughs> which is on that was a desperate housewives or something like or, or was it uh, yeah she's uh, uh she's a uh, real housewives, housewives of Westchester. Westchester. but even her who could have been very one-dimensional like you see her like yeah she she it's sad she didn't get to do she wanted you like you see her actually at one point care about her daughter and you see her actually Help out her ex in the and, end of the movie. And you know? did her character in the first Best Man did she was a part of her history that she used to be a stripper as well as no. she, no. she she wasn't a stripper no she wasn't okay uh, she wasn't a so that so that's something because that, basically that's in the little backstory uh, let me make sure I remember the characters' names because there's so many characters in this movie so Regina Hall's character is Candace or Candy yeah and so then she used to be uh, so she she used to be a stripper and technically she was the stripper at. The bachelor party at the bachelor party. So he fell in love with the right. stripper from the bachelor party, right? Because um, he, you, the so the he we're talking about is um, uh, Harold Perrineau, who plays the character Julian. Uh, so Julian in the first movie is with Shelby, who's this desperate housewife type, right? Right. But then she's like, uh, she's, she's really mean, mean to, him. to him. She's mean to him. So he she's breaks abusive. up with her and and gets with this stripper. Candace, who's like a stripper, who's like the stripper with the heart of gold, a little bit of a that archetype. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what know. I think is great about it is they they really spend time dealing with what that is and what that would mean, right? So like we see we see everyone sort of like we see specifically Terrence Howard making fun of it mm. in this movie, right? right. Like, well, he's, he's, you well, to me, well, to me, the thing is, I don't think Terrence Howard's making fun of it. To me, Terrence Howard is saying, stop bitching. You married a stripper. Right. He says, he's like, admit it. Deal with it. He says it to him. Well, deal with it. Right. That because, is, that's that's her history. Like, it, that's her history. It's, it's fine. It's what you it can't is. pretend like it's not her history, which is kind of like what this guy is dealing with. Which, honestly, that 
to me, it was one of the most complicated in the for me like the storyline that I didn't, I didn't, I I wasn't fully resolved. Like I, I was just like, oh, I was grappling with it the most because on the one hand, you know, basically his whole storyline. So these two, he's a, he's like a, uh, he's a headmaster. He's the headmaster of a school, and she's like in charge of like admissions, admissions, Mm -hmm. and um, uh, basically the donor. They need donations. Obviously, it's a private school, so the one of the main donors says he's not going to donate anymore because somebody found a video of his wife online when she used to be a stripper and like accepting money for like sex essentially so like we so he sees this video and he doesn't know what to do because one he might lose out on this donation if he doesn't fire his wife and then two i it's see it's seemingly that he has like he does have like a problem with the fact that his wife I mean, I like, think took money, would, t- took money, money for, for sex, sex. But, which oh, is different than stripping, yeah. right? It's like, that's prostitution. So he's like, I don't know what to do with this. And basically, instead of going to his wife's wife and confronting her about it, he's just showing all of his friends. Which is terrible. But the thing is, like, I, for instance, Harold's character, to me, is like the kind, out of everyone in the movie, like, he is kind and he is the most loving, I feel like. Like, like unadulterated, like, he loves his wife. But it's that thing of, I mean, personally, I just want myself, like, I like the person who like was dealing with me and one of my friends and had sex with one of my friends way back in the day. And that's some weird stuff to deal with. Cause it's like, it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. Like Absolutely. I definitely don't think he should have. So like, I don't, I don't, that's what I'm saying is that I don't blame him for not going straight to her. And, and he shouldn't have showed everybody. You know? He shouldn't have showed yeah, everybody, it, but also, hand. but all, and so, but so it was hard because at the end, like, I, uh, it's better to just go through these storylines one by one and resolve them. Like, yeah, at yeah. the end, basically he, she finds out that she finds out that he's been showing people because his ex, you know, Shelby, this crazy desperate housewife ter- character, basically like outs her, outs her, and then they get into a fight because she still has feelings for, you know, obviously. So it's like this weird love triangle thing, even though they both have kids, and basically yeah. it resolves with one Harold being like, "Look, Shelby, I'm not with you anymore. This is over. I'm not your boo. Like mm. it's done. We're done." And uh, Regina Hall's character, his, you know, Harold's wife, uh, basically comes to him, like, after she kind of leaves, and then she comes back, and they have, like, they, they, make, they make up, and basically she's like, look, this is my life, like, I can't, that, that was my history, I only did it once, you know, I need you to, like, support a, me, basically. In a very beautiful scene. In a beautiful scene. The way that Though Regina Hall says, I needed the money, just in, a, in an exhale, yeah. it's like, it's so it's but so it also, crushing. Yeah, but it's also that thing of like, and to me, and John, I think you said this when we first started. It's like, you know, yes, these people are black, but these aren't just like simple black characters. Like that's something that I feel like people can relate to. It's like, right. how often have how often has someone's past come up, and it's like, okay, you know, you can't judge or 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 hold that against them, but it's like it does affect you in some way. But the two of you have to figure out a way to get over this thing. Yes, you know? and I, I thought that this movie handled the nuances of that so well. Yeah, you, I, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, just the the way that we that we there. Uh, uh, jo- Jonathan mentioned the love triangles yeah. and how they still have kids and how they, but they don't harp on. They don't really harp on. No one says I still feel this way. For right. You. No. 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 No one says that. never. But you can feel it there's a feeling in there's the room tension. and there's a tension when when those characters that still are kind of holding on to their past when they're together and it's it's so nuanced and it's so three-dimensional and there's it's these great. little like 
burps like <laughs> there's these little like moments where like regina's like stripper past just comes up like when she's dealing with candace like and like candace's and candace is embracing it right because she's on a show where that's that's who she has that's to who she be. is yeah so like she gets to just revel in it basically she's just like what is she like basically goes after uh candace's character all the time you know like oh like <laughs> you yeah, know she what i mean goes at it. and the thing is like that's i don't know man that's what you do when you got to rival with it it's right. like i'm a so, poke fun at you so they like they kind of like kind of go at it a little bit and people are like uh and then they, it calms back down it's like done in just this really great way um yeah, man. i mean but, yeah. yeah i mean that story was great and i always think about um but oh the one thing i just wanted to say was that i think candace though should have told Yes. Her husband about that. I think he should have. I mean, well, they've been together for for years. Well, like, at but some it point, like, but it you got to tell your husband. It seems to me, though, with that moment, it's one of those things that she is trying. She, at that point in her life, had had already been trying so hard to push back and to forget. Right. Yeah. You get the you get the feeling that it only happened that one time, which she then later says. Yeah. And. And this is a part of what's so great about the writing of this is that that's how it came out. It came out because he somehow found out. She was hoping he would never, ever know. And that stuff happens. And the thing, too, is like it's interesting because if you think about the shot, for some reason I'm really big on shots. If you think about the shot when she says – I really needed the money. She wasn't even looking at She's him. She's not looking at She's him. I think that is such a – It's so it's such, a pro- it's such a powerful thing. It's like could you – I mean – And she didn't even want him near near yeah. him. Like they are standing apart the room yeah. like so much that the director made sure you saw just how much space. Imagine so what good. she like. Don't get me wrong. I understand like he's doing this, but imagine what she's going through. And she even said she's like, "I'm those girls' mother." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And she's like, "I really needed that money." And like, imagine what she, ima- you know what I'm saying. Like that's such a difficult situation. Like, I don't know if she could have told him. Like, yeah. there's certain things that I don't think I would. I would try to hold to my chest and never tell my wife like I mean, from my past. I don't know. That's I mean that's debatable. It's, a, it's but, debatable. It's debatable. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, mean, I guess what I, the reason I brought it up though is I, though what Harold did was messed up. I, you can't blame him that much. And he didn't mean for his ex to find out. Only, she just No found one's out. that blamed for anything I don't think. But you know what I mean? You yeah. can't blame him for like going to his best friends and being like I don't know what the hell to do with this cuz right. like, yeah. that's a lot to drop on someone. Yeah, right. yeah, I agree. Which is why they come together. All right. Let's uh take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Guys, this episode is brought to you by Skirt. Oh, Skirt. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Spelled S-K-U-R-T. Oh, like but Skirt. skirt. <laughs> <laughs> you got you it. You both did that. Mm-hmm. You got it. Basically, you tap a button, you got a rental car delivered. Wait, wait, wait. Someone delivers me a rental car? Mm-hmm. Because, like, man, haven't you spent hours waiting in, like, an airport trying to get that rental car? And it's like, that's the worst, man. I want to wait in another line just to get a car. Yeah. I I already waited in that long line to get off the plane. You know, I'm stuck in the back of the plane. I got to get to the front of the plane. Everybody getting their bags out. I'm waiting in that line. I got to wait in another line? I don't no. sit in the back of planes, man. You don't sit? You you demand to sit in wait, the Wait, hold up. I only buy tickets for the front of the plane. Wow. Because... My people have tried too hard all right, for me to all right. sit so on the back skirt, of a plane. Skirt. <laughs> so good Skirt is a mobile app that delivers on-demand rental car delivery. Within a few taps, in less than five minutes, you can rent a car and have it delivered to you 
from the convenience of your phone. Can I ask you a question about mm-hmm. this? So let's say right now, you know, we were out getting a little bite to eat, and I'm like, hey, man, I need to get me a rental car. I can just pick up my phone, press a button, and yeah. someone's going to deliver that car uh-huh. to me? Wherever you are, your home, office, hotel, Airbnb, they also offer curbside pickup at the airport, making your travel plans easier. Plus, what? There's what? more? There's Skirts rental rates are insanely competitive at 30 to 50% cheaper than any other rental cars in the market. Whoa! Mm. Skirt! Y'all skirt. doing skirt. And yo, skirt. we got a lot of young listeners. No under 25 age rental fee. Oh, get out what? of here. No, hold up. You can rent a car as long as you're 21. Get Wait oh, a minute. 21? You legal to drink? You legal to drive this rental car without having to pay for extra money for insurance? Hold up. Hey, I had to wait four years before I could rent a car. They could just do it just right now? Just, That's at 21, right. they could just do it's it right now? 2016. Oh! Wow. Yeah. Skirt is currently available in Los Angeles and rolling out to San Francisco and New York in 2016. So don't worry, San Fran and New York. Skirt is coming. L.A., you already got it. You lucky. Y'all fancy L.A. Mm-hmm. And Skirt has a referral program you can mention, which could be appealing for... Oh, wait a minute. I'm not supposed to... Basically. Just so you guys know, uh, John the Braylock is having a nervous breakdown right now uh, for the world to know. Nervous Breakdown is having it right but now. Hold up. It seems like <laughs> we gotta JB was about to say, if you go to www.skirtapp.com slash jump, you can get some kind of an offer of some kind. For us, right? Because that helps us out, too. Because that, you know. that helps us out. That helps you out. Yeah, man. We got bills to pay, y'all. We got bills to pay. And you know what? What? I you, think it's like you get, what, like $100 off? $100 off your first rental and $10 off a day for up to 10 days. Man, that sounds great. Whew, that's awesome. Download that Skirt app. Download that Skirt app. Skirt! So, uh, next relationship. Yeah. Next one? So, wait. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Do you want oh, to- we got, we got, uh, one dude. First off, real quick, though, let me just talk about Terrence Howard, because he's kind of floating on its own in this whole movie. Terrence Howard is amazing. He's so good in he's this. He's so oh, yeah. good in this. Honestly, I was watching this. I was like, it's so funny because it's like, this is, it's a little bit of a fluff movie because it's like this romance, even though it's dealing with these heavy things and does it really well. Yeah. But like, it's still a comedy. It's still like a romantic comedy in a a sense. And like, Terrence Howard is like the comedic element, right? Because he gets just, he just gets to go and says like what nobody else can because he doesn't have anybody else to like, he has no relationship. So he can just be like, you married a stripper or like, like, yo man, you need money? Yeah, like, dude. Do you need money? Just do you tell need me. Money? Tell what, me. What the, thing, the thing that's so good about that though is that his character was like. I mean, they say sum up your life in like three words. He says like money, pussy, getting head, yeah, which yeah. is like so crass. But there's instances with him and Tay Diggs, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm your boy. Tell me if you need money." Yeah, and it's such a genuine thing. It's like, like he is. He's literally yeah, like he says that. He's but the friend, bad friendship really is a is a value that is in his life. Yeah. Yeah. Whether yeah. he says it or not, you know it like Oh, he cares. He cares. I mean he his cares opening line friend. when you first see him, he's talking about like, I don't know why these white people like let me tell him what black people like. We gotta take the N word back. What's up, my nigga? Like yeah. and literally that's how his face yeah. He's like <laughs> I in, in in not having that's a strong so memory good. of the first film, I thought they aged a character like that very well. You know? Yeah. Where he seemed like he had grown up, but you can't 
he had more money. Yeah, but he had more money. But he like couldn't um, di- divorce himself from like that right. at, from that uh, attitude. Right. Because they're all they're they're all those dudes, man. Who like, I mean, I'm a single dude, man. Those dudes who just live. And the thing is, yeah. I mean, if you look at him throughout the movie, he even says at the very end, spoiler alert, uh, the whole thing is like he's about to get married, which I'm pretty sure is going to be to Shelby. That's my theory. And I think that kid. Yeah, of course. And I think Shelby's kid is his kid. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Only because like it, the movie, this movie yeah, ends the same with the last one. It does hint at that stuff like where he's like, I'm not your mother. He says that to Shelby's kid. Right. Yeah. And, and there's that point way. when he's uh, at the funeral. Crying and, and the daughter goes over. over. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, he even says, uh, I'm getting married. It's about time. Like, to himself, he's like, it's about time. Yeah. You know? And it's like, that's a nice arc right there to see the frat man, frat boy. Settling down. Uh, and then, so then you have, um, uh, so we just talk about the Tay Diggs. Yeah, the, yeah that's, Tay Diggs. So that's the, the main, main, main storyline. So you yeah. have Tay Diggs and Sanal Lathan. And uh, basically, Tay Diggs is, a, is this author who in the first movie, like we said, it was about this book. But it was a book about his friend's secrets and his secrets that does really well. A hit. It's a huge hit. Uh, but in this movie, he hasn't had a hit for like three years. Yeah. The book that he was working on for the past three years is a complete and utter bomb. Nobody's going to buy it. And so he needs a new idea. And basically, his agent is like, you should write a biography of Morris Chestnut's character. Jo- Wait, what's his name? Lance. 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 Uh, Williams? Lance. Lance. Yeah. So Lance... Uh, Morris Chestnut Lance is this uh, uh, the one of the greatest running backs. He of is all time. yeah, yeah. He's and about to break that, a record. Yeah, he's, he's about, about to break, break the all time rushing record. All time rushing record. And so he's like, you should just. He's your friend. Write a biography on him. It's going to be amazing. People want to hear about a biography. And he's like, well, I don't write biographies. He's like, who cares? You need Do to get it. money. Yeah, you have no money. And NYU fired him. He was working as a professor for NYU, and he got fired. So he's running out of money. So now Lathan knows none of this, and she's pregnant. Basically, pregnant, yes. and she's pregnant oh. with with their baby. They oh, the backstory with there is that like if they've had a miscarriage. So now yeah. Lathan had a miscarriage. Uh, Tay Diggs like doesn't fully blame so now Lathan, but like does believe that she was part of it because she was working. The doctor said don't work, and so they had a miscarriage. And it's a you don't really know if her working was a direct cause but in his mind it kind of is basically yeah. he, i feel like in his mind is just like yo we gotta just do everything perfectly everything right can this time. perfect yeah you know and that's uh, a tough situation too because oh yeah know. and they deal with that so wonderfully. so, so well, it's not it's like great. it's not none of, none of all of this stuff it sounds so melodramatic when you just kind of boil it down but it's real life and mm. they're not doing it in a melodramatic way not at it's all it's done so they realistically they don't linger on any i've said this before but they don't linger on anything no. so no. you you are just watching life happen i mean they had a conversation which was so crazy just in the bed and she's like you blame me you don't think i second guess myself yeah you don't which, think i don't think i woo. i'm terrified to carry i mean this if we kid? had a, a woman on this show She'd be going off and, on that. And, and, as a, and as a man, there's nothing we can do but support. No. Yeah. You know, like, there. and the thing is, it, it sounds so silly, but in that instance, it's like, you could just see that character, her character, asking for just that. She's like, I have to carry this. I know what it was like. I felt what it was like to lose the first baby. You yeah. watched it happen. And like, and, like, wrestling with this idea that, like, her body destroyed her child yeah like, yeah like she she's it's it's all it's deep man all the while, while she's at a reu- like at this reunion where, where technically nia long who could be 
you know, the question is, is that the love of his life? The best, you know, that's my sister, you know, right. is there. Who's powerful, who has money, who like, you know, who's Successful, come after him before. who knows him more. So Nia, well, not more, but Nia Long's character in the first movie, uh, and what's her name is Jordan, right? Yeah, and the thing is, they've always had like this this history, you know? Right. This so history. They've had this history in the first movie. They like have a kiss, yeah. I think. Yeah. And basically, let yeah, like Tay Diggs, like it was like that could have, could have, would have, should have, maybe kind of moment. But then Tay Diggs goes with Sanaa Lathan, and so anyway, so there's still like that. That tension is still there. And it's still movie. there, and I again so well written. It makes real, sense. And it Nia Long has like the they, white boy, and they both they both it's still there. It's it's there, but it's not really there. Like they're both looking at each other, and they're like, "Oh, we know we share this history, but we both are like, no, we're, this isn't going to be." Yeah, but but they the but jealousy they, is still prevalent because you know the history. Yeah, the yeah. jealousy is there. You can you can see it in looks. Um, you see how friendly they are together they know each other because man. they know each other that well and it's it's so good and the thing too is is yeah screw you love actually yeah. oh, honestly no. screw you love no, honestly because like you have honestly that. though honestly because you know why love actually is in the top 10 christmas movies of like so many freaking lists love actually is touted as one of these great movies it has it's new year's eve valentine's day it's it's because of love actually this movie does the same thing it has a bunch of storylines all these dramas, whatever, these really great actors, and it does it in such a great way, but nobody talks about the freaking The Best Man Holiday. Yeah, Why? But, because it's an all-black cast, man. Yeah. Screw Love Actually. Honestly, screw Love Actually. I mean, it's just, I mean, when you think about it, it's just sad, man, because it's like, this movie was great. It was. It's a, and good, I, and, and it's I, a really good and, movie. And the thing is, I, it, it really is. is. And it's, I didn't want to like it. I didn't either. I honestly didn't even want to like it. When we first started and Gerard texted me, I was like, yeah, this movie is terrible. And I started watching it and I was just like, like it's not. I was like, I, for one, it's I don't good. care about romantic comedies. I wasn't really that into it. Two, I was like, oh God, like all these storylines going to be melodramatic and all these things. And I literally found myself laughing at I didn't want to. I wasn't laughing like expecting to laugh. I found myself laughing out loud, being surprised. Being awed by the acting, being like invested in these storylines, cared. And the thing too is, and it wasn't for you know it was. And the thing is, I do like Love Actually, but the thing me, is, when I watch, but when I, I, I like, I, no, I but, like when, but when I watch it, it's like that is for I, like it's fluff. Like, and no offense to that movie because I do watch it, I own it. Yeah, it's very fluff. Whereas this had a lot of heart. It, I mean, the thing is, when I think about how I describe this movie, I would say this movie had a lot of heart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They cared. I mean, the instance that they could have. The one thing, Nia Long's character is dating a white guy, which which the first like the first time Tay Diggs he cracks like a little joke, you know, which I do sometimes because my ex dates a white boy, and of right. course I crack a little joke. But when that when that white guy comes to the house, no one makes fun of him for being white. Yeah, they, te- no, they, they, they like, tease a, him a little, a little bit. Tease. It's what a it's little not, bit. It's not even it's a not... tease. It's not even a tease. It's like. Uh, it's like oh, it's actually once, a legit question. It's a legit question. Yeah, it's like, and it's also you know you would rag on in in if if it were a family reunion or any kind of family event, and then there's a new person there. That's the person that you, you got to check the anyway. person. You, you know? got to yeah. check the new yeah. person, right? Um, See what they're but yeah, are. they they accept they accept him totally. In fact, totally. Terrence Howard, like at one point while they're all talking, they have like this man conversation. Like the men are all together and the women are all together. The men are playing pool, and while they're playing pool, like Terrence Howard at one point is like, "I like this guy." Yeah, like, yeah. To him, like I like this guy. Like he, like they they talk about their values and everything. Like 
they just ask him one question. They're like, "Is so what?" Is Terrence Howard's like, "So is this your first foray into the jungle, or what's going on?" Like, yeah. basically, are you only dating her because she's black and you wanted to like just taste like a black? And then he was basically like, "No, I mean, like, look, I've dated a bunch of different women. Like, I'm good." Priceline presents. Go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to sixty percent off select hotels to Costa Rica or five star hotels for two star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. This episode is brought to you by the new Disney Plus original series, American Born Chinese. Based on the graphic novel by Jean Luen Yang, American Born Chinese tells the story of an average teenager that becomes entangled in a battle with Chinese mythological gods. This star-studded cast includes Academy Award winners Michelle Yeoh and Ki Hoi Kwan, plus Daniel Wu, Jim Liu, and Ben Wang. American Born Chinese, premiering May 24, exclusively on Disney Plus. Yeah, and also yeah, the but, thing is, too, uh, you said that to protect your I, friend. Who is this dude? You know, it's like, no matter what color that guy would have been, yeah. somebody would be like, hey, what's your intentions? It's just been phrased differently. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would just say, like, real life situations, if it was like, with my dad had, <laughs> I mean, my, I mean, I love my, my mom's family is great. My mom's family is so welcoming and accepting. I'm, I'm interested to know, I don't, I've never even asked him, he's probably listening to this podcast. I've never even asked him, like, how it felt the first time he went to, you know, an all-white family. Where's your mom from? Like, where is she? Here, Jersey. Oh, Jersey. Cool. Yeah. Um, I say she was from so the So they're South. all Italian, Italian, Irish. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, I say that have been the South. He probably was scared. That's what that is. Mm. That's true. That's def- that's definitely different. Man, you'd have been in the or South. just upper cl- like it, it, they're the same class. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, could you imagine like black like so? I wonder what that would be like. So you have the one black person going to this family kind of friendship things all white people like yeah you know and <laughs> you're gonna yeah. tell me they're not gonna ask about black stuff yeah yeah i mean it's interesting <laughs> man like i mean i you know most of my white friends will always say like like you know sometimes you have these conversations and people just want to learn and just understand yeah. and to me that stuff is great and like even in this movie you know the fact that they asked that white boy that one question is so indicative that is never addressed about his race again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like yeah. he's just based on that conversation, he became one of them. He's one of yeah. them. He's one of them. And and so much so that when the women are talking, they're basically telling Neil Long Jordan like, "Hey, so are you going to marry him or what?" And she's yeah. like, "Oh well, no." And they're like, "Why not?" Yeah, he's, he's a like, great he's, guy. He's what great. Are you, doing? you love him. 
like stop pretending you don't need anybody well so that's their whole that's her whole storyline is like you know at one point he's like oh sometimes you act like you don't need me like without skipping a beat she's like i don't because yeah. it's that business savvy he's like i care about independent it's like a independent, uh, independent female him, like but, you know what i mean that's what she's going on she's a strong independent woman and she's like i don't need you i don't need a man but that's not what he was talking about he wasn't saying you need a man to provide for you and all this stuff he's like partnership we're human beings right both men and women like like we crave partnership and you the know? thing is, I think I think it's that question of uh, sometimes you don't want someone to need you, you want someone to want you. Because the thing is, need is such a thing of like obsession. You know what I'm saying? But want is like a strong a strong woman in particular. I feel like, especially this day and age, and we're all entertainment. Like most of the women we know are very outspoken, very like proud of themselves. And it's like you know what? I don't need anything from any of you guys. I am choosing you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I am choosing to want you, and I choosing for you to be my partner well you know i think there's something to be said about choosing to need somebody too like just in the terms of because not that not saying that if they break up like she's gonna fall apart but uh there's something about giving your whole self to somebody and being vulnerable like that's what like i think love ultimately takes right like if you want to really love and like commit yourself fully to someone you need to be vulnerable you need to let your guard down and basically she wasn't doing that she was like yeah. that's what he was kind of addressing he was just like you're not letting me fully in i could tell like i'm your arm candy you're the good thing but like at a drop of a hat you wouldn't feel bad if i left which means you're not fully letting me in and it's and like i think that vulnerability is something that's addressed really Woo! nicely in Let's this in this film as it relates to Morris oh Chestnut's my character. Oh, God. Morris Chestnut's character? Who is so... Uh, he's a man. He's such a... He's yeah, he's so... He's a man. He's a he's man. A man. He's, very, he's, he's a man. No, no, no. Man. He's a black he's man. He's a black man. He is a black and man. And he... I'm good. He's, he says, I'm good, a lot. Yep. And his wife, at one instance, is like... She says... To Tay Davis' character is like, I need you here, and I need you to be there when I go. Because he's going to pretend. He's now pretending like he doesn't understand, but like it's going to hit him once I'm gone. So basically, yeah, yeah his wife. So Morris Chestnut, Lance's wife, uh, Monica Calhoun's character, who's – what's the name? Uh, Mia. Right. Uh, is dying of cancer. You yes. kind of find this out in the middle of the movie. But she's dying of cancer. And they haven't told anybody. The reason that Tay Diggs first finds out is because she's like coughing up blood. Yeah, and he like he, it's like so yeah, bad. He walks in on and her. And he walks yeah. in on her and he's like, Oh my god, what's and and you know, she has to tell him. And then later she like faints and then everybody finds out. And basically Lance has, you know, kind of put up this wall of faith, which is, oh man, like as a as a Christian, I like could get into yeah. this uh this a whole other topic of like how sometimes people use faith as a way of not recognizing or dealing with real things that are happening Yeah. because the fact of the matter is, you know, and this is what happens in the movies and kind of what Tay Diggs says at the end, which is like, I believe God has a plan, but I don't understand this. It doesn't make sense. This plan seems stupid. Yeah. And he's mad. You know, he's like, I don't understand this plan, even if I believe it. Right. And the thing is, Lance is basically refuses to believe that his wife has cancer. He hasn't dealt with it because he's just like, no, 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 God is going to save her without actually understanding, well, maybe he won't. And that's a part of the plan. Right. And it's, it's such a, 
it's such an ambiguous thing. God, it's in God's hands is a thing that he keeps mm-hmm. saying over and over. It's in God's hands. And what the exact result is is something that he never says out loud. Right. You know, and we and we kind of hear the others dealing with that, but he is so removed from it. But it's also that old school thinking of like as a man and it's and I, yes, and I think yes, you hit yes. it too. It's like, and as a black man. Yes. It's like again, I can't speak for every race, but I know growing up as a black man, it's like you are supposed to protect, provide, yep. and be there. And be strong. Yeah. For everybody. And if you're gonna break down, no one can see you. Do. Nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm that's because that's not what you do. Right. You know, and yeah. and it's, it's a t- and it's and it's so interesting to to see a black man go through that, and you're like, dude, you this doesn't need to be like that, especially right. when people are like you're trying little, to help. Can I get a little personal. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my parents who are listening. But I, I honestly, I'm trying to remember, but I am pretty sure I've never seen my dad cry. Oh wow. Uh. Now, I don't think I I I I can't. Here's the thing, though. I didn't go to uh, when his grandmother passed away, my great-grandmother. I didn't go to that funeral. Um, And thankfully, thank you. Yeah, both of your grandparents? Both both of my dad's parents are still with us. Uh, My mom's parents are not with us. Um, But I don't – I can't – I'm thinking right now. Maybe I have and I just haven't – I just can't remember it. But I don't remember. And myself, I like – I can – count for you the number of times that i've cried in front of somebody yeah on my hand for sure like yeah. not not as not as a child of course but mm. like as an adult and there is that and i've talked i've talked to my girlfriend about this of like i do there is that feeling of like i'm a man i need to be strong for like the people that are in mm. around me you know what right. i mean and so morris chestnut like i relate to that so much he wasn't he wasn't recognized. He wasn't even dealing with anything. The only thing that he showed was anger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was like this strong, and it and was it a was righteous a anger. Of it. Yeah, oh. and it was a righteous Oof. anger, yeah. which is like Oof. that kind of God, like fearing, like no, I'm right, you're wrong, and I can, I'm allowed to be angry because this is a righteous anger. Yeah. And it's tricky too because it's that thing of, <laughs> I mean, it's that thing of pride. Yeah, you know yeah, it's, it's it is. It's, it's, it's so pride. much pride. It's and pride. It was, and the thing is, it was two. Di- it was two different versions of that same pride. If you compare Morris Chestnut's pride to Tate Diggs, yes. Tate Diggs and his money, yeah, I think there same were two, thing. two, and- two, two, two different types of men going through almost the same internal like, like I'm what, a man. I got. Yeah. What would my it family. mean about what would it mean about them as a per, as a yes, man as a man to to admit any of that? These I'm things. scared. What would it be as man to admit that I'm scared that I'm going to lose my wife? Yeah. What, that I'm afraid. Of what's going to happen? That uh, how am I going to raise my kids by myself? How am I going to live without this person that I love? What is it? What does that mean? If I show yeah. weakness, if I show doubt, yeah. you know what I mean. And, and then for Tay Diggs, like, what like, does it mean as a man if I show that I am failing to provide for my family, for my baby who's about to come into this world? Yeah. That I lost my job. That I can't. I can't do it. I need help. I need assistance from somebody else. And you know what I mean? And and these, these are grown men, too. I think that's grown the key. Men. These are and grown men. grown black men. Because here's the thing about it. The reason that I keep emphasizing it about the black isn't just because of culture, but it's, all, it's also because of the way that our society is. Like, look, black people had to be dependent on white people for so long because of slavery. I mean, like, yeah. they were being oppressed, but they literally had to be dependent because, like, they were 
it's just like whatever you give me, right? Because like they can't provide for themselves because it's been made that they couldn't. Yeah. And so a part of the whole black movement, civil rights or whatever, was like we are going to provide for ourselves. We don't need white people. And everyone and all of the characters in the film are very successful. Yes. And particularly in, in this relationship, Tay Diggs, uh, uh, Harper, and Lance, Lance being – they used to be best friends and Lance is like – in a mansion, you know, yeah. and having having to having to deal with, um, oh, I don't, I can't provide for my family, and here, I, and I want to ask you for help. This, I want to ask you, someone who used to be my friend, and it just seems like such a a heavy thing. Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, it is. Man. Takes a hit it's to your just, pride. It does. Like that. Like pride can. Another t- another time when someone admitted something or or felt very vulnerable but didn't look. At the person they were talking to yes. was when Tay Diggs admits that he needs the money, and it's a so yeah. So there are two. Basically, we didn't even talk about it, but there are two moments. One, Tay Diggs admits to Terrence Howard that he needs the money, and he cries. He does, and and he, he admits he, it twice. And uh, what he admits to his wife, he's like, "I'm scared." Oh, he admits to his wife that he's. Oh my God, he admits he to his doesn't wife that look he's at scared. her either. He doesn't, he doesn't look, look at her, her. and he kind of doesn't look at Terrence Howard either. When he's yeah. like, he's like, "I do, I need the money," and he's like, "And the and." Uh, and Terrence Howard's like, it's cool, man. Just call me daddy. <laughs> he yeah, like cracks a joke, going, which, yeah. is, which is so funny. Which is like, good. Is there, That's what you would do and to then a the other thing, And then the other time is when is at, it's like at the funeral, as the cast is being, everybody else is leaving. Tay Diggs is kind of leaving. And he turns around and he sees Lance is just starting. Finally. Oh, my God. He, it was an amazing moment. So that was the most his, dramatic moment of this whole movie. I was like, fist, I didn't mind it. His fist is being clenched. His fist is clenching. And then you see it like, Kind just, of just unclenches and almost shakes a little bit, and you see like he's releasing everything. He's releasing all the stress, fear, oh, anger, I sadness. I got chills. And then he just starts breaking he down, starts just slowly, slowly convulsing, crumbling. Can we say something about the director right runs now? Over and they just and it's just these two black men. No, I mean homophobia is so prevalent in the black community, right? Like yeah. we just admit it, right? It's there. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. two black men who are straight. Hugging each other he as falls he's crying. into him, and they are and on the, they're on the ground. Come but, on now, no, hold, time out. I'll let y'all talk for a second. We got to get his director so much props for this. Malcolm, Malcolm D. Lee, Malcolm baby. D. Lee, because he did something that I feel like is never done. I especially you when for it's soul, man. man. It's like we do forgive for soul, man. Come on, man, soul, man. <laughs> but and and and, and the Morris Chestnut <laughs> acting ability, the camera on Morris Chestnut's face. Is there as he slowly breaks down? Come on, man! And the thing is, this isn't one of those like random TV cries. And my my, my great uncle always talks about when a person sings, when a person cries, mm-hmm. their face becomes the most unattractive oh, thing yes. you ever seen. Ugly because cry. because at that point they don't they're not thinking about their appearance. They let everything. His face wrinkles up. It's like, oh my god, he's doing and it. And it's like it feels like a crane shot. It swoops up yeah. and you yeah, can and, see and it, Tay Diggs in the background as it's coming. Runs, runs. He literally runs back to his boy. Mm. And to me, and, and that's one and thing I holds will say. Him. That's one thing I will say holds him about black men, yo. Like, so much has happened, especially in now, in the era we live in today, where like our lives are more threatened in America than probably any other race in America. We're shot so many times, but you know what black men do do. No matter, they stand together. Whether you th- even if you think about like the the low level of like oh people oh gangs black on black crime, if you think about that, that is still a neighborhood backing a neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? They're standing 
That was a yeah. that was a two friends holding each other. I'm not saying uh, oh, I'm not no, saying I I I say a, that. I'm not going to condone black and black crime, but no one is. But I'm trying to play devil's advocate because someone would be I like, get, "Oh, gangs." I'm it's like, true, it's the gangs, you but, know. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. Anyway, so that was like, woo. So yeah, but here the thing we do have to talk about though. We got to talk about before we talk about the swirl. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I have some stuff to, that. I want to talk about before talking about Wait, this Wait, can we talk about it before this world? Yeah, yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead. So one, I need to talk about the fact that there was this moment in the movie where a bunch of sex scenes are happening at the same time. And you see, uh, it's like Tate oh, yeah. and Lathan. And all the men, and it was like more, more, it was eye candy more for women than for men. Because yeah. it was mostly all the men with like their shirts off, like, yeah. like Tate Diggs looks great, right? And then you see Morris Chestnut and, and Monica. And then, and then, uh, uh, you kind of you see Terrence Howard like by himself, by himself, <laughs> like, a, trying to masturbate or no, taking a dick pic. What and is he called? He calls it, to, uh, it something. He did. I can't yeah, remember, but uh, he sends it to. He's like a long, long shot, long shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then sends it to Shelby. Um, Shelby. But what I did notice very well was that the one swirl in this movie, you know, Regina, uh, not Regina, um, Nia Long, Nia Long with the white man. Uh, he left. Yeah. So he wasn't there. So there's no swirl. So there's no swirl there. There's no swirl in the movie. There's no actual sex. Because they showed all of these different sex scenes happening, but they didn't show that. Yeah, I got something for that. Well, what I want to say kind of relates to the swirl as well. I mentioned a couple podcasts ago about how I struggled in my writing um, and like writing, writing a white character for the everyman character. Mm-hmm. And I think it connects to Hollywood. I we talked about how strong these the female characters in this movie are. Yeah. But the reason that we need to make and I'm all for the swirl because that shows equality. But the reason why we need to make more movies like this is because I don't think that we realize how much our types or who we're into relationship wise are influenced by the what we see oh, in the yeah. media. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And 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 I. I'm currently dating a, a girl. She's uh, she's uh, half Chinese, half Jewish, and uh, have, have frequently dated white women in my uh, in my in my past. And I think that it has a lot to do with just what I am used to seeing, seeing on television and seeing and on, growing you know, up with and, and, and growing up around around a lot of white people yeah. also. But I do think that that we what's beautiful about this movie is that they show. They show black people loving black people. I think that's a beautiful thing. It is, I and it I is, and man. I think that that we need to see we need to see more of these movies. And and I think I talked about how there are, we don't also see like other races blending together a lot. We we need to just see people loving each other on films so that we can promote love around the world you know it's true like we need yeah. we need more movies like this and we need more movies with s- swirls of all kinds so that we can so that we can just educate each other that we're all people Hon- and we're all beautiful honestly every yeah. time a romeo and juliet yeah. production is put on <laughs> it should always be two different races it doesn't have yeah. to be black and white Speaking it just which. should always be two different races always like it's funny you i'm say tired that. of freaking two white romeo and juliet it's yeah. funny there, there's a theater house here in new york city which is auditioning for exactly that i think it's going to be um 
No, uh, I, yeah, I think the public. I mean, I mean, movies though. Yeah, no, yeah. Theater, theater has done it. Theater, I'm movies sure, have not. Theater, movies keep, have not. Theater keeps, keeps doing, doing it, it but yeah, freaking movies, movies come on now. Enough of this. Yeah, movies. Yeah, movies, man. I don't know why it's such a holdup. Such That's a holdup. I hold just up. don't. I don't. I don't know why we don't have more female directors. I don't in. understand why. It's, you know. Let's get into the swirl. Yeah. Uh, What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning... I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, Hiss Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. So, um, there is a swirl, in fact, in this movie, though. Mm, yes. Um, Nia Long and her and her boo, her or her bae. Her bae is what people say. Like, this is the funny thing, is that we don't see the sex scene but it's Make referenced, it like um, oh yeah. The morning he leaves, yeah. she's like, uh, "I'm, I'm, I was nervous. We're gonna wake I up, we're gonna wake. wake up the house." Yeah. That's true. So it is referenced. 
But doesn't that isn't that even more? Doesn't that make you even more like? Why didn't we see? Why didn't we yeah. see it? This is a rated R movie. Yeah. Why this didn't we see a, it? This isn't even a PG thirteen movie. This is a rated R movie. And I'm gonna do this swirl, and this is where I've never done before. Um, actually, I guess I have, with a black woman and a white man. I'm gonna use Neil Long in her bay. All right, all right, here we go. To me, guys, that sex scene. Oh, it's two. It's two. It's no, two. because that's actually this is, is one no, of the this, first times this swirl is actually it be, appropriate. Yeah, it should be. This is a romantic no, no, comedy, no, no. and we should have seen yeah, a sex scene. We should have seen it. All right, and it could have been two scenes. All right, the first scene is after Terrence Howard comes up. Uh, Ter- I mean, Tay Diggs comes to the office, right? He comes mm-hmm. to the office. Oh my goodness, you dating you dating <laughs> a white boy? You're da- no, no, let's hear me out. Hear me out. Like you dating a white boy, and she's like, yeah, get out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because don't get, because don't get it twisted. No. Don't get it twisted. No, don't get it twisted. Because ah. the white, because the white guy definitely knew this is the ex, and everyone knows when you are there with like your 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 woman or your man, and the ex is there, you gotta show up. You know, <laughs> you got your fresh suit on. You looking your best, he and you're here to prove. Wait, no, he can, no, no, that white dude kisses her in the mouth longingly in front of Tay Diggs to prove a point, and that's for a point. That's a man thing. It's mm-hmm. like oh. She's with me now, brother. Mm-hmm. Get out. Okay, I get Just to prove that. it. Just to prove it. Then you know what happens? I'm such a man. I have money. She has a huge office. You mm-hmm. know what? We will have Big sex windows. right here on her desk with the windows open <laughs> for the world to see this swirl, okay? For the world to see. And you knew it just went down. So go on out, Tate Diggs. The second swirl is at the house. At the house. <laughs> After the conversation with his boys in the basement. He's like, you know what, man? I love, you know. I, I date all kinds of women, you know. Like I don't see race, you know. Stuff white men say most of the time. Like I don't see race, you, <laughs> you know, know. Stuff white men, you, you know, white say, stuff white I don't men see say. Race. You know, he goes upstairs. He probably says something like this: "My Nubian goddess." You know what I'm saying? He probably says something like that, and you know, right. you know, you know that warmed her up. Because this is the thing. This thing, women, and you know, black women in particular, need to feel honored. You know what I'm saying? They need to feel respected, and that's one thing I think. For the most part, that black men have been slipping on. All right, yeah. I think we've been slipping on that. I feel like we've forgotten who our queens are, and now in the most of the world today, a lot of white men are dating black women because they're there for them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? While most black men are looking for like the next light skinned girl, all the right, next man. biracial, whatever. Not saying what that, but they're doing it. <laughs> it's, just, it's fine. This is they're doing it. All right, all right. So like in this, this scene, in this scene, he goes upstairs. Rubs her feet a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Turn right. on some Marvin Gaye. That's what Morris Chestnut was doing, by he, the way. He rub- yeah, he was yeah. rubbing. He was rubbing. I was like, rubbing that has to be the sexiest thing any woman rubbing has seen. This black, this huge muscular just, black man with his shirt off, massage. just giving her foot rub just and, giving her and massage. being into it. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and this this the white the white man would have took a little bit further because he knows what he's going against. Because they even talk about she can't give up one of her fears. You know, big black. You know, he starts he starts combing. <laughs> they say it. He starts combing her hair. He helps her out. What? That's a deep. No, hear me out. What? See, you don't know. You Why don't know. is this it's, it's so deep. He's showing how much he cares. You get a foot rub. You play in her hair. Make her feel loved. Then you romance her. I mean, if you go back to Creed, one of, when I saw this movie, I saw this movie in D.C. And in Creed, he is helping her take out her braids. Yeah. Every black woman in there whoo, started going nuts. <laughs> because yeah. that's right there. A black woman's hair is so important to them. Oh, yeah. oh I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you a little bit of effort. And you know what happens? The white man ended up winning. Ain't that some stuff? <laughs> Ain't that some stuff? He got Wait, Nia Long. did you just end Long. the swirl with the white and man? And then the white man wins? Winning. He won. <laughs> Nia <laughs> Long. We let it happen. All right. Well, it wasn't I'm, in the movie, so. I'm very confused now, but okay. Uh, okay. 
Well, Nia Long. All right, yeah. We lost Nia Long. Okay, this is okay. great. Um, something's been on my mind that I don't. I almost don't even want to bring this up. But what's up? Don't. After Earth. I mean, don't. is it good? Is After Earth good? Because How? After Earth. What? what How's it really? You are ruining Christmas. No, no. Uh, you are ruining no, Christmas because, because After Earth is a movie about family. Um, if you really think I about keep it, keep, keep about family fighting, because because in Yo, After they Earth deal with the with his wife in After Earth. Terribly, she's in it for like five seconds, yeah. and she's just like, um, all right. What is well, the accent they have in that about, movie? You know, it's oh, it's God, future, it's so Earth. dumb. It's future, future accent. Oh, everything about that movie it's, is it's, dumb. What? But but I'm just saying, it's about family. It's, it's, no, it's they, not, there's, but... they struggle so much with, uh, with with Jaden. And his All right, sister. man. Hey, hey. So uh, let's wrap this up. Um, <laughs> Jaden has a sister. I'm... Yeah, yeah. He has a sister, or is it, or is it his? Yeah, he does. Oh, she's, the, she's, baby. He does. the baby, the baby. She, she she gets she gets killed. She she says yeah, 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 she's yeah. like she's like stay right. It's his it's the his ba- sister, right? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. not the yeah. I think so. Yeah, she's the like, baby died. Like, stay here, and then the oh baby dies. Oh my god, that then, movie is so dumb. It's about family. Okay, all right. It's time for the cause. Ugh, okay, great. You just brought up that bad movie. <sighs> I'm just I'm just wondering. It's I know, just a you ruined Christmas for me. It's just a question um, that I have. I'm sorry, everybody. It was in the back of my mind the whole time I was watching. Happy holidays. Spill some. Spill a little bit of eggnog. For James, yeah, because he about to get murdered after this. <laughs> uh, so it's time for the cause. Uh, of course, if you do not know, uh, the cause it, we rate movies not based on how great or bad we think they are, but how they help the cause of leading black actors or leading people of color in Hollywood in major motion pictures. Major motion pictures. Uh, all right, we either give it a black fist, a white palm, or nothing. You guys ready? Yeah, true. Let me think about this for one second. I feel like I know how this is gonna go down. All right, here we go. Uh, on three the count of traits. Three, a two, a one. I don't know. All right. Oh, you know, I hesitated. Oh, I you go first. You go first. Yeah. What? All right. I hesitated. I gave it. A, okay, we got three black fists. We got three black fists. Uh, three black, black fists. fists. Here's why I hesitated. I hesitated because it has not. It really has nothing to do with the movie. Okay. It has everything to do with the perception of the movie and whether or not this really helped these people's careers. Interesting. I have a good point on that. Because okay. here's the thing. This movie did really well. Like I said, honestly, I haven't I like I really did like Love Actually a lot when I saw it. I'd have to go back and watch it again. But like this movie, I'm sure if I compare it to all these other romantic comedies, especially ones around holidays and stuff like that. This movie is definitely one of the best. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, and the acting in it is superb. It's amazing. It's great acting. Now, look, we didn't talk about this, but there are a couple of melodramatic moments. Them trying to deliver the baby in the car, a little bit cliche. I they, want to talk about that there also, is, too. Um, you know, the, they had, like, the soundtrack. You know, there was a lot of, like, very, like, <laughs> wink-wink kind of soundtrack moments. Like, um... Uh, so there were just some things that were done that I was like, okay, this isn't, this is still a romantic comedy. It's not like breaking the mold or anything. It's still within the mold, but it's doing it really well. And it's doing it with an all black cast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's just really good. Uh, so that's why I gave it a fist. Cause I feel like in terms of what the movie does to promote the cause, like I can go and be like, have you actually seen best man holiday? And people go, no. And they go, well, watch it. And when you watch it, you'll realize black people are making just as good movies. And they're super popular. So how about you market it for all audiences and stop pretending yeah. like only black people want to see this? Everybody wants to see it. The, the, the way that they talk about, they hint at African-American culture 
like a little bit, but it's not that prevalent where like white people would be like, what's happening? They would understand completely. They would understand everything that's being talked about. Also, personally, I like that they dealt with religion in a way that felt very respectful. Oh, for sure. You know, and like they didn't shy away from him praying and stuff. They didn't also harp on it either, uh, making it like, you know, there are some movies that are purely evangelical, which we'll talk about that at another time. Yeah. Uh, But like, there was there was something about that which I liked. I liked that he was a man of faith. That one of the ending moments was him like getting down and praying and like really not knowing what to do, you know and and trusting. Uh, and that, yeah, so all of that was cool. The only thing that I have to say though is that my man like Morris Chestnut is not known to the white community. I feel like outside of women, outside of women who know that he is sexy, yeah. he's not the leading man that he should be because yeah. in this movie he was amazing and tay diggs too and terrence howard too actually all, like, all of them because they're men, yeah. even yeah even harold because they're all really great they're playing these different characters they're acting well it's not just their personalities they're really playing nice well-rounded characters and they're not g- getting the only movies and maybe it's the part of their choice i don't know but it feels like the only movies these people are in are movies with all black casts. And then for whatever reason, the movies with all black casts are, are put into this one demographic. So it sucks. And like in terms of that, I almost gave it a palm. But I didn't because the movie did what it was supposed to do. So I'm done. You want to go? You said you yes. Go ahead, man. Okay, yeah. I gave it a fist. And I was ready to give it a fist after I saw it last night because – this movie is great. It's it's. I've been saying it throughout, but it's a movie about people being people, and these people happen to be black, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, the melodramatic moments, I th- loved. I loved that. Yeah, but you love terrible movies. I well, that's true. But <laughs> but I I when when there's there's parts of this movie that you can get ahead of them. You know, when when we find out that Mia is sick, then you immediately look at Sinai Lathan's pregnant belly, and you go. There's going to be a death and a birth. Right. You know that. Yep. And you know it's going to happen at the same time. But when it happens, it's beautiful. It's great. I think it's handled extremely well. And I love that, <laughs> that, that Lance has to deliver the baby because now they both have been intimate with the other's <laughs> wife. In yeah. That way. yeah. And I thought that that was like – I thought that that was yeah, so course. funny and they, and they treat it lightly. You know, they, 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 Because he tries to make a joke. He's he like, tries I'm to good. make a joke. I'm, I'm good, good, I'm good, I'm good with vaginas. vaginas. It's I'm like, good with vaginas. I, th- I think that Yo, that is so great. he said it's so deadpan, man. Yeah. He's just like, I'm good with vaginas. It's, it's <laughs> so, I, think, I think it's so funny and I, and, I, and I love that that gets to happen at around the time that they are trying and to reconcile the differences. Not to cut you yeah. off, sorry, but the birth, if you remember, his daughter, Morris Chestnut's daughter – was a stillborn baby as well. Came out feet right, first. and he has that he has that memory and that understanding. Which I don't know how successful a birth like that in the backseat of a car would actually be, but but they they. But you have a, deep, a <laughs> even deeper connection with that. Yeah, it's like their it's, baby came out feet first. So they have that dramatic great. moment when they pull up. They're like rushing. They pull up to the hospital, and then Regina Hall gets out. And runs around the car and then opens the door and it's just like, just like it's a girl. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, it's I just like all right, but 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 he says it's a girl on the night that his and it was still Christmas has passed been away. not, no, not the, passed the, away, the, but has yeah, been yeah, at her funeral. And yeah. then and then I just want to say this thing I didn't say it earlier, but about about what you were talking about, JB, about the race um, connection and how people view this movie. There's a there's a blog that I encourage everyone to go out and read on HuffPo. Uh, by this woman who appears in her black and white picture to be a white woman, Olivia Cole. 
and it's titled Why the Best Men Holiday Isn't Race-Themed. And what sets her off is a tweet by USA Today that says, uh, hashtag breaking, holiday nearly beats Thor. So Thor, I think, 2 was out, or maybe that, yeah, Thor 2 was out at that time. Wow. As, as it almost beats it, as race-themed films soar. So, wow. Yeah. And that was she, the... That and was who the tweeted tweet that by Deadline? USA Today. USA Today. Wow. And race themed, race themed, and she and has she, nothing to do with exactly. Race. And that's her. And her her whole thing is why are why are we saying it's race themed? Wow. And and she's uh, she's saying exactly what you're saying. Why does a movie with all why is it black just as romantic comedy as a romantic film, comedy film source. source? You know why does it have to be race? And I encourage you all to read. Wow. It. I, I I didn't reread it for for this podcast, so I can't give any quotes. And also, we're at the end of it anyway, so I'm not going to. Yeah. But but I encourage you to check it out. It's on HuffPo. Her name is Olivia Cole. Yeah, we'll tweet it out. Uh, yeah, and you should definitely check that out. I mean, I I, mean, I like this movie a lot, man. And the thing is, the reason Woo! I'm so quiet is... He texted just, us, I hate yeah, this movie. And I think it's, it's such a difficult thing because to me, like this movie caused me to question myself. Because <laughs> it did because yes. like it was, know, it was an all-black film and it's it was deep. like I immediately didn't want to... I, I can... Right now as I talk to you guys, I can think of being on the subway and seeing the poster and being like, ugh. It was, you know I remember what, it was dressed in all white and had red, and it was like, ugh. You know what's so weird about it, too, is that anybody who I know who saw the movie told me it was good. And you I, didn't, never, I didn't believe I it. I never heard people say, like, I saw it, it wasn't that good. Everybody who saw it was like, oh, man, it's actually really good. I've actually, I heard a lot of people would say the same thing. They'd be like, they go, you know, I, you know, Best Man Holiday is actually a good movie. Like, they would be, they're surprised, Why too. And the thing is, like, we're I'm, all surprised. And people and listening to this movie... My, uh, listening to this podcast might be like, why are these men surprised? I know, I know, I know. It's so it's, it's good. It's, it's like, it's, it's, of course, it was good. It's it, thing is, you know what? This to me is like, like, hey man, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on black movies no more. Like, I'm not, I'm not about to say like black films with this, like. If it, I, I admit it's it, true. like I, I used to say black films would be like, oh, a black movie it's because true. it felt because it felt like it felt like belittling because you know. Of course, they don't call all white movies white movies. Right. So, so it, it had this, this stigma to it. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, like, I like, played into it. Well, yeah. you know what it is? It's, I played into that stigma. The stigma, too, is that we think the movie is only going to deal with the black culture and that all the jokes will be inside jokes and that if you were white, you wouldn't understand it. You, would, you, couldn't, you couldn't see yourself as a protagonist. Therefore, you couldn't relate to it. And yeah. the, it's such a lot. Like, I'm not saying that some films do, because I, I do 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 feel like some films do that and also there's the idea that because it's a black movie or because it's a quote-unquote black movie that it doesn't have to be as good because yeah. like black people just want to see themselves on screen and therefore the quality doesn't need to be that good and some films live up to that like we talk about tyler perry films but the fact of the matter is some films don't but nobody ever gives them the chance to or we go into it with such negative thinking in our head that it takes it has the film has to be so much better Black films are like black people, y'all. Yes, you gotta be I mean, better than yes, everybody. They are. And it's so interesting because, like, watching this movie and and Bray, you touched on this. That scene at the end, when like Morris Chestnut is about to break, mm. and his boy runs up to hold him. Oh man! And the thing is, like, 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 I, like I almost cried, but I didn't because I'm a black man. <laughs> like, honestly, yo, the thing is, like, man, that was such a deep moment because you don't see that often. That's one that to me, that's one thing you don't see. You may see like black men, you know, chopping it up, talking, dapping each other up, but you never see a broken black man well, we talked being about it. held. We talked by about his... it in Creed that yeah. also Keegan talked about 
you know, Will Smith in uh, Pursuit of Happiness. In Pursuit of Happiness. That's one yeah. of his favorite moments yeah. ever. Because like you never see, the thing is because we have to be so tough because because you know black men or people of color period let's say people of color period you have to be technically quote unquote better just to be comparable right. to a white counterpart so like you see this man this athlete who now has proven his worth and broken the rushing record he is now legitimately the best of his time in his sport yeah has lost his wife and has to be held by his friend and to me like. That's all you want, man. And I think that that right there is past color. And I think this movie is so great because it has made me question how I view black people I mean, in movies, and, period. And in talking about this movie being past color, I wrote down all the references to race in the movie. And I realized that about 20 minutes in, I had stopped writing those and I was just watching people because they only do like a couple, you know, they do the, the we got to get rid of the N-word joke. And then they make, you know, they make a couple about Nia Long and her, and her uh, man. And then, and then, like I think, uh, uh, Terrence Howard also makes like a light skin joke. And then, oh right, oh to, on funny. herself, on, on herself, man. And then after that, light skin, man. we're done. You know, we're we don't. They're they're and and, and it's like the amount of times that that's referenced is like, <laughs> like think about the amount of times like some weird niche like thing in white culture. Not even, and I'm saying white culture as like the majority, but not even just white culture. Like a like whatever some nerd thing is mentioned in some movie or right. like some. Or a movie right. talks about some like weird like music thing that like only a certain amount of people know, and yeah. nobody sits up there and goes, "Oh, this movie is only if you belong in X and so category." Right, right. Never, nobody ever thinks that. But you make three references to being black, and now it's a racially and now themed there film. There is race themed. What? Bull crap. Woo! Best man holiday. Morris Chestnut. Tay Diggs. Three Check it fists, out, y'all. Baby. Three Check fists. it out. Seriously. Um, so, uh, yeah, that is our episode, man. Guys, if you didn't rent that movie, go buy that movie. It. Honestly, yeah, you go buy it. Honestly, buy it, rent watch it. it. Watch Merry this Christmas, movie. y'all. Merry Christmas. Watch this movie. Have a happy holidays, everybody. Mm. All right, guys, it's time for some p- p- plugs. Plugs, plugs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was your plug. Uh, so, <laughs> first and foremost, follow us on Twitter at. Black Men Podcast. And guys, just follow us. Yeah, just follow us. Yeah, you know, tweet at us. Hey, you can tweet at us cool stuff, but don't tweet support for things that James III does. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or continue to do that. Uh, Thank you. Uh, you can also, we're also on Instagram, <laughs> uh, Black Man Podcast, and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever Android device you use. I, I don't know. Follow us on Spreaker, too. Spreaker. Shout out to Spreaker. Spreaker. Baby. Um, uh, for me, Jonathan Braylock, uh, the sexy one in the group. Uh, okay. You can uh, follow me <laughs> at John Braylock, J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K, johnbraylock.com for show dates and uh, some videos. And uh, what's what, – okay, so it's, it's Christmas, but I'm trying to think of anything else that's coming up. Oh, yeah. That's right. December 30th. Yes. If you live in New York City, yeah. come to – the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Chelsea. Yes. Uh, check out Astronomy Club Presents A Journey Through Black History. And that is at uh, 9.30 p.m. Yep. Like I said, when, I believe it's a Wednesday. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday, December 30th. And you know what? Just stay in New Year's. You know, stay here, party in New York. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. get, you a, get you a pizza slice. You know. Get you know. Oh, uh, All right, uh, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got Twitter now. Hollywood Reject. Uh, people keep tweeting at me. Cool. 
when people tweet at James. Sorry. So we just spell the just Hollywood reject and we're good. Yeah, hey, just man, hey, man, perfectly hey, hey, spelled. Don't, like... hey, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I want to. Don't this James. So just don't James, don't James the third reject. me. Don't James the third me right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to change the name. I don't know how to change it on there yet. Okay. To be fair, your name. I don't know how to change it. Were you making fun of James? Your name is way more confusing. <laughs> First of all, listen, I'm going to change it. I just don't know how to change it yet. Do y'all know how to, can y'all going to help me? Nah. Uh, oh, that's I, messed I, up. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, y'all ain't real. Oh, okay. my goodness. Me, me, my you go next. Okay, jamesthirdcomedy.com, at jamesthirdcomedy on Twitter and Instagram. Third, spell 3RD, baby. Boom. Simple, actually. Yeah. Oh, now mine. <laughs> <laughs> now mine is so bad. They made James the Third easy. Yeah. Only by comparison. Uh, Only by- dude, <laughs> I, I don't know how to change it. Hey, can somebody somebody in the Twitter I think, Twitterverse? I think all you have to do is go to no, your profile. I can, I can oh, change. You can't do that. I can change like the name that it says. Oh, how it still says drop. M, Man, but it's like talk about bad. this off mic. Okay, all right. Next week, <laughs> next week uh, we're ringing in the New Year's with a, a special episode, actually. Yeah, man. Yes, yeah, very special. We're going to throw it back to, like, you know, we're gonna our do tops it. of 2015. That's right. We're doing a year in review, 2015. How did it help the cause? Yeah. Who are the top swirls of 2015? Yeah. Who are the top actors who aren't leaning in movies? What are, what are, the, what are the top viewings of Hancock that I've had. Sorry, no, no, no. Right. We had Why? a moment. Just one of the top. We had a moment. That's one yeah. of the top. But, that's uh, one of the list. Top yeah. directors of 2015. You know, we're talking about, you know, black ones. Yeah, so no no movies. Uh, uh, well, no specific movie that we're going to be discussing, but we're just going to be looking at 2015 year in review. Yeah, there so, was that time uh, on the bus. I was on the bus and it was the DVD that they were playing Hancock and I was like, wow. All right, anyway. I was like, hey, so, like so when that episode comes out, tweet at us, you'll hear our list. Let us know if you agree, which you would have added. That kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas, y'all. Happy Peace. Kwanzaa. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah, but it's over already. So, so we're going with Kwanzaa, though. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa. Merry Kwanzaa. Cheer. That was a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!